Martin, do the intro. I'm not doing it, Harry. I'm on strike. What do you mean you're on strike? I'm fed up with you hitting me. Listen, Martin, I only hit you when it's in the script. Yes, but it's always You've in... read this week's show. I don't hit you once, do I? Well, no, but... Yes. Well, why do I get paid in animal feed? I thought I'd... <laughs> I thought I'd explain the easy rules to you. Listen, Martin, do the intro. If it's not in the script, I won't lay a finger on you. Further, I'll treat you and your mum to a nice hedgehog supper with Lucky Heather starter. <laughs> How about that? Fresh hedgehog, not the usual roadkill. Fresh as a daisy. All right, then. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, a week from now will be other one. But for now, please welcome Harry Hill and the Family Hill. Welcome to my world Leave your cares behind Welcome to my world Bill with a punch in the eye for Martin Hyder. <laughs> you haven't read the rewrites <laughs> And there'll be an extra bale of hay in your nosebag for that, Martin <laughs> Martin Hyder, there, the deepest voice in showbiz So deep, in fact, that the shallow end of his voice is deeper than the deep end of most deep voices <laughs> I do like the clothes in Burton, though. Oh, lovely. I love uh, them. They're great, aren't they? Lovely clothes in Burton. <laughs> yes, oh, great. it's time for another fruit corner. With the help <laughs> of me mum, me dad, me brother, me nana, and, of course, the tiny hunchback of Nostradamus, the three-year-old widget who lives <laughs> in the bottom of a beer can. <laughs> little tiny Alan Hill. Ah, sad little Alan, who, by some strange slip of the rabbi's knife, is <laughs> only able to communicate by tapping. Little Alan, tip. Tip, tip. That's one tap for yes. Tip, tip, tip. Two taps for no. Tip, tip, tip. And the theme from Doctor at Large to express a fear of being punched in the mush. <laughs> Hatties, son, Hatties. Ah, <laughs> uh, there he goes. His lovely little Burton suit. So small, it's made up of two atoms of cloth on the front, two atoms of cloth on the back, and an atom each for the sleeves, adding up to a six-carat cloth kilt. <laughs> now, before you say anything, Alan, I'm not sending little Alan down for tests this week. Well, actually, I wasn't going to suggest that, Harry. Good. I was going to suggest sending Martin Hyder, the actor, down for tests, actually. Look, Alan, what is it with you and the tests? That lab, I set it up specifically to do research into a baldness vaccine for my little son. <laughs> so he wouldn't have to go the same way as me. Bald as a cooper without the swimming ability. <laughs> And what have we done? All we've got so far is endless tests on little Alan, with the budget running out and him rapidly approaching the hair age. I do like the clothes in Burton's, though. Don't very... change the subject. <laughs> Listen, Mush, if we get a test result on Martin, which shows why he's got the deep voice, we can splice his DNA with that of a frog and create our own essence of acting, thus reducing his pay and diverting the extra funds into the Baldness Foundation. Hmm. <laughs> Martin? I'm not going. Come here, you. <coughs> get off! Get him in the vacuum tube link up. <coughs> Aha, baldness will be banished from this earth forever. <laughs> Alan, you better get Finsbury Park on the line and let him know what's coming. What line's Finsbury Park on? Piccadilly line, isn't it? <laughs> Dad? Dad? <clears throat> oh, sorry, Harry, I was fast asleep. It seems such a long time before I got any lines. <laughs> Lost the course, Alan. He's pale and sweaty. No, no, we couldn't get them. Huh? Pale and sweaty. They're doing a panto. Here, this new restaurant at Bamber Gascoigne's opened up, though, eh? <laughs> Ten pounds for a starter. Who's going to pay that? <laughs> Mum, Mum, how's the um, how's the hormone replacement therapy going? Fine. 
<laughs> Mum? <coughs> yes, Harry? You know those rissoles you used to make for us when we were kids that were, that were like meatballs? Great big meatballs. Balls, Mum. <laughs> yes? We used to love them, didn't we, Alan? Oh, yeah, Harry, we did. We, we used them. to love the rissoles you used to make out of mince and great big thick chunks of onion. Oh, we used to love them. Mm. And when we had friends around for tea, we always used to hope that you'd make them so they could share in them and tell everyone at school about your lovely rissoles. Mm. Are you being funny? No, no Mum, we're, we're not. not. <laughs> and the thing this week... Sons and dames! Dons and dames! And dons and dames it is. Here, Alan. I do like clothes in Topshop. Oh, they've, they've, oh, got, yes. they've got a lovely hand-me-down section, Harry. <laughs> I bought a lovely new record this week, all shiny and new, like a virgin, entitled... Roger Moore Sings the Beatles. And I think we've got a track from that now. And I love... <laughs> anywhere 82 years and not dead yet heir apparent to the toad kingdom of the natterjack it's nana hill where is she i can't see her i'm here ah, where i'm test driving a stealth bomber this week who said that <laughs> i did ah, i didn't see you there Put that poor audience down. <laughs> she certainly does have a powerful kiss, Alan. Yes, Harry, with her brightly coloured instep and mesmeric stare, she's able to momentarily paralyse the whole quarry and suck the fossils out in one go. Gazooks. <laughs> I went fossil hunting the other day, as a matter of fact. Yeah, caught four, threw three back. Well, there's no meat on them, is there? <laughs> Doing the box of meat, box of meat, box of meat. At ease, man. Box of meat. At ease. Box of meat. All right, all right. Now. You're test driving the stealth bomber, which is, of course, completely invisible to the naked eye. Tell me, Nana, how does she handle? Well, it was very fast down the M4 this morning, but I kept getting hit up with Jaxi by people saying, Oh, sorry, I didn't see you. Think once, think twice, think stealth bomber. I don't want to lose me no claims. Marks out of ten, Nan, for the stealth. Four, four, mm, four. Eight and a half. Eight and a half, very well done to you. <laughs> Yes, Harry, a high score because I've been on a double yellow all day and not got a ticket. Nan? Yes, Harry? What was Prince Albert really like? <laughs> He'd drink halves all night until it was your round and then it would be a pint with a whiskey chaser. Nan Hill, 82 years in the furnace. What have been your magic moments? I've lived a life that's been firm and full. I'll be happy to meet my maker. The only occasion that I regret is kidnapping Richard Baker. <laughs> Naked I kept him in the cellar. A note was sent to his cousin. But the ransom came back, 12 quid short. How's that for a baker's dozen? Never hear as she climbs into the cockpit, revs up the two-volt battery and a hearing aid and waves farewell. It's back on the M4 in search of a no-plenge bonus. <laughs> I want to hold you on. Lovely singing voice there, Roger Moore. We now give an OBE-dient welcome to our first guest, the Mongoose Dame. Dawes. 
Welcome. Welcome, Your Ladyship. Ah, she's bitten me in the neck. Oh, now, Your Ladyship. Now? Oh, sorry. Now then, my dame, why the mongoose dame? Well, Harry, I've always been a big fan of Kipling. Well, of all the cakes, in fact. Yes, I see that, yes. Plus, my first name is Ricky. Yes. My second name is Tiki. Yes. And my last name is Tiffana. So close. <laughs> I like geese, I like men, and I like biting snakes on the neck. <laughs> and we've got a snake for you to bite here. Ow. I don't want to wear it. You've got to, Martin. It's in the script. Look, Martin gets into snake suit. What's going on? Martin won't get in the snake suit, Harry. Hmm. <laughs> Martin. Yes, Harry. See this sharp-pointed fist? <laughs> all right, all right. I'm getting changed. All right. Can you get... Got the rattle. Yes? Give us a hiss, Martin. Go on. <laughs> Stick your tongue out, Martin. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Martin. Hiss, hiss, hiss. Good <laughs> right now. Ready, Lady Ricky Ticky Taverner? She's going to bite me, I know it. It'll all be over very quickly. She's very professional. I am Mongoose! Hear me scream! Into the Mongoose Arena. And release the snake! Ow! Oh, oh, oh. Off the go. Oh, that was a nasty one. Oh, well, it looks like it might be quite a long fight there, so let's let's close the door and come back to that later. Well, over the years, many fans of singing lads, the Beatles, have claimed that it was Yoko Ono who finally forced the Beatles to split. Well, just before the Beatles finally went down, we managed to salvage the in-flight recorder, or black box of the Beatles, <laughs> which sheds new light on whether or not Yoko Ono was indeed instrumental in the Beatles splitting. And I think we've got a tape of that now. Up, you Beatles, why don't you? I think you should all split up. The Beatles, split, do you split? Split, split up. Hey, hey, lads, this has got a point, you know. There's no smoke without fire. Except, of course, with some of these new smokeless fuels. <laughs> Now, my favourite bit of the week. Tony, what's top of the chops this week? No charts this week. No charts? As you know, the top charts are compiled by the horsebox people, Gallop. <laughs> who use certain designated butchers as a barometer of the culinary preferences of the chop-buying public. Yes. <laughs> There's no chart this week, Mr Harry Hill, because a certain person was seen down the butchers this week trying to buy in chops in an attempt to rig the charts. <laughs> Fortunately, my butcher was sensible enough to wear a wire. Ah, oh, morning, Mr. Hill, and what can I do for you? I'll have 1,400 pork chops, please. <laughs> that's an awful lot of chops, Mr. Hill. Special occasion? Um, yes, that's right. I've uh, got a few friends coming round for a uh, uh, chop dinner. No. <laughs> make it quick, would you? I'm in a hurry. You'll be wanting lamb as well, then, Mr. Hill, to uh, balance the table. No! I mean, no. Just the <laughs> pork will be fine. Well, there's your chops, Mr. Hill. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> Damn that butcher. I was only trying to give the pig a chance. The Muslim, he don't eat pork. The Jew, he don't eat pork. Lamb chops have an unfair advantage. <laughs> pork chops are an ethnic minority and deserve a proper stab at the top. Hello, Howie. Finsbury Park here. Boy, Howie, have you been making my patients dress up as snakes again? Ah, Finsbury Park. I've said it before and I'm duty-bound by the law of chops to say it again. 
That's an odd sort of name for a fella, isn't it? Finsbury Park. Now you come to mention it, I suppose it is. You see, my mother was a big fan of Finsbury Park. Oh, yes. What was her name? Finsbury Park. <laughs> what can I do you for? I'm doing experimenting on the uh, Martin Ida, but how am I supposed to carry out experiments, including the lapwing test? Lapwing? Lapwing, ding, ding. Mm-hmm. If you keep whipping him off and raising him up as a snake. Sorry about that, Finsbury. I'd, I'd almost forgotten about him. Let's just have another look in that mongoose arena here. Oh, oh. Hey. oh Ricky. I don't think I've ever felt like this about anyone before. You gorgeous little mongoose, you. Yes, me, Snakey. Martin? Ah, uh, Harry, uh, <clears throat> Yes, uh, Oh, didn't see you there. I, uh, yes. Yes, well, uh, hiss, hiss, rattle, rattle. And, and let that be a lesson to you, you naughty mongoose. You've quite finished. Get back in that test tube. Uh, righto. Uh, by the way, Harry, there's any more snake work going. Get me that baldness vaccine, you'll have snake work a go go. Well, it was 50 years ago today that a tiny Scottish elf working away in the busy holiday resort of Scotland on Sea received an anniversary card to commemorate the 50th anniversary of the invention of television using only photographs of the Loch Ness Monster and some lucky heather. And it was in that first year that he first broadcast the first ever episode of Some Mothers Do Have Them. And I think we've got a tape of that coming up right now. First, some mothers do have them there. Highly effective. Please give a first-class degree of applause to Professor Chop McLean, who is so highly strung he can play Gilbert O'Sullivan on his tendons. He's very highly strung, Harry. Be careful. I can see that. Yes, I can see that. Sorry, sorry. I'm very easily frightened. I frighten myself sometimes. Oh, oh, I did it then, see? Calm down, the pair of you. Come on. Oh, he frightened himself, you see. He frightened me. I went, He frightened him, and he frightened me, which frightened him. Stop it! You frightened the audience now, too. Oh, I've got up an octave. Look, Alan, take him away and calm him down for pity's sake. Oh, got a headache coming I'll on take now. him to the green room, shall I? And put it up to level nine. <laughs> well, we get a lot of letters on the show, and here's one from regular listener Bunty Hoven, who writes... Dear Harry, writes Bunty, could lisping punk Toya Wilcox be the daughter of Freddie Parrotface Davis? <laughs> well, that's certainly an idea, and... Uh... <laughs> And one I put to Jimmy Young when I was writing to him today, asking him for money. <laughs> uh, from Bunty is clearly marked Northamptonshire. Tony, you did national service. What does Northamptonshire stand for? Uh, yes, um, Northamptonshire, let me see. Well, Norwich was knickers off ready when I come home. Yes. Uh, so Northamptonshire must be um, uh, knickers off ready. Obviously. Obviously, yes, obviously. Uh, knickers off ready, the high and mighty pants... Trying on Nigel's sexy hose in rear exit. 
<laughs> yes, that's it. Niggas off ready for high and mighty pants, flying on Nigel's sexy housing rear exit. <laughs> that's disgusting. <laughs> it was all we had. You're a simple man, Tony Hill, aren't you? That I am, Harry. And a sort of Jan Leeming first day covers is on its way to you, Bunty. Harry! Harry, I've got the operator on the line. She says, will you accept a reverse charges Dalek call? Give me that. <laughs> Hello? It's Sammy Knight! It's Sammy Knight! I am a Dalek! Hello? <laughs> Who is this? It's that Tom Baker! <laughs> no, it's Harry Hill. Oh, what a nasty trick. Alan, what's in your shop this week? Well, in the window of Bring Back Hanging this week, Harry, <laughs> is the heat-seeking rissole. The heat-seeking rissole? Kiss-kiss-kiss-a. <laughs> it's a heat-seeking rissole. Yes, and one that's made to Mum's own recipe. Which is? Coarse mince chunks mixed with chopped onion. And how many times you chop the onion to get that fine grain? Twice. <laughs> Just, just to cut the ends off, basically. <laughs> Take the onion and stuff it full of mints, like so. <laughs> oh, that's, yep, it. that's it, that's it. Yeah. Mmm, yeah. now then, heat-seeking, how so? Well, Harry, unlike the regular mum's wristle, yeah. this heat-seeking type houses a tiny midget pensioner. Oh. <laughs> As you know, pensioners need heat all year round, don't they? <laughs> Or else they become militant and march on Parliament. Yeah. <laughs> so there's added traffic on top of the rush hour and no one gets home on time. Yes, yes, I see. Thus I the see. pensioner is able to seek out heat wherever he may be, for they are the lords of the heat, says he. A naturist pensioner is even more potent. Yes. Newt midget pensioner than I have here. Oh! <laughs> Hello there. Called out. <laughs> He climbs inside the onion. All right, Lofty, in you go, mate. Right, oh, oh yes. Oh. Payment for the OAP, Alan? Uh, a Jan Leeming or Angela Rippon first day cover. Lovely, yes. Mm. The pensioner oh. is strapped in. Oh, I see. Yes, now. Yes. The wristle is packed and loaded. Huh? Ready, Lofty? Yeah, ready, ready when you are, yes. I pull back the elastic. Oh, oh no, do you mind? Right, that's it. Sorry, sorry about that. Right, ready? And fire! Ah! And off it goes. Brilliant, Alan. But what's the point? Well, <laughs> a heat-seeking rissole seeks out heat, and so we cooked on the cheap. Ah. You follow it on the radar, they merely turn up 20 minutes later and say, Hello, look, can I have my rissole back, please? <laughs> hey, presto, you're eating hot rissoles round the clock. So many. Six of one, half a dozen of the other. Alan Hill there with his heat-seeking rissoles. <laughs> And that'll be ready in... 20 minutes, Harry. Right. Uh, Harry, this highly strung Don reckons he's ready to have another bash at the Gilbert O'Sullivan. Send him in. Ah, 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 ah. Take him back, Dad! Oh, I believe... That's a lovely record, that, isn't it? Yes, Harry, it is. Yeah. Well, to this day, many people wonder just what made Hitler invade Poland. Well, we've got a tape recording of him making that decision. Hmm, what a lovely tale is today. I wonder, what shall I do? What are you evade Poland? Don, evade Poland! What do you? You know, you know, Yoko, that's not such a bad idea. Here's Yoko Ono's face again. 
I'd recognize that sound anywhere. It's Nana Hill. Baby takes the morning train. At ease, Nana, at ease. He works from nine till five and then Nana. he takes another home Hi. again. Yeah. <laughs> now then, Nana Parrotface Hill. <laughs> what have we been up to this week? Well, this week, Harry, I went to a theme park for the over-sixties made by the Stanner people who make the chairlifts. <laughs> <laughs> Nana the... in a Stanner, yes. <laughs> to the wonderful theme park of Stanner Do. <laughs> where I had a fist fight with Thora Heard over who was going to sit next to Harry Seacombe on the bobsleigh. Lord, Nana, I didn't know you had a thing about Sir Harry Seacombe. No, I don't really, Harry. I was just spoiling for a fight. <laughs> well, who won? Well, we both stripped down to our bra and wonderpants and we started to grapple on the floor. Sir Harry was looking on with tears in his eyes. Then, all of a sudden, Thora's son, Douglas... Douglas Heard, yes. Yes. <laughs> intervenes and he pulls me off. Are they going to press charges? Not on your Nelly. I was wearing the latex rubber mask of Thora Heard herself. <laughs> so if she sues, she'll put herself out of business. <laughs> you sly old chop. Nothing there. Coffee goes in search of other religious beings with which to temper. Right, Harry, yep. this Gilbert O'Sullivan playing highly strung Don... Yes? I've put him on level 8 Valium green room, and I think he's ready. Right, then. You ready, Don McLean? Like, uh, yeah, man. Uh... Johnny Gilbert. <laughs> Don McLean playing his own tendons and ligaments in the Gilbert O'Sullivan manner. That is the sound that tells me it's time for our special celebrity Don or Dame. We give a last orders of the garter of applause to our celebrity Dame, June Whitfield! Slim, welcome. Thanks for coming on the show. Oh, my pleasure, Harry. Uh, hold this copy of the stage in your right hand and read mm -hmm. from the card, love. <laughs> I have always been a great admirer of your work, Harry. All of us in show business adore you. Oh. Was that right? What a nice thing to say. I've always liked her. <laughs> always liked you ever since that first hit of yours, Slim, Rosemary. <laughs> ah, yes. Um, uh, no, 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 excuse me. Um, would you would you stop the music, please? That's Slim Whitman. Hey? That is Slim Whitman. I'm June Whitfield. She's not slim. Oh, I do apologise. You're not slim. No, what I meant is you are slim, obviously, but you're not slim. You know, you're slim, but you're not... Hmm. Yeah. Now, um, of course, June, you're probably best known for your knowledge of the rules of whippet racing. Absolutely right, Harry, yes. You see, basically, any slipper not having slipped three winners in the year will be allowed one yard or four winners, half a yard and one yard in the final or second day or through, providing he claims and names his dog to the referee before the first heat is run. Now, if... But you're also quite well known for your part in Terry and June. <laughs> what, was, what was the name of your character again? Slim. 
I have done a lot of other things since then. No, I mean, this show, absolutely fabulous. Oh, thanks very much. Now, you would like to sing a bit, don't you? I gather there's a song you want to do. I would like to sing one of my very favourite songs. Which is? Um, uh, what's it called? Memory. Oh, yes, that's it. <laughs> now, for this, just to liven it up a bit, we've asked Stan. Stan? Stan, Stan, the special effects lady. <laughs> All right, Stan, at ease. Sorry, Mr. Hill. We've asked... <laughs> We've asked Stan to add in one or two sound effects to give the song a bit of atmosphere. Right then, putting all that Whippet stuff behind you, singing a beautiful ballad from Cats called, um... Memory. Memory. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, June Whitfield. Midnight, what a song from the... Yes, thank you, Stan, thank you. Not a sound from the pavement Has the moon lost her memory? Oh, am I? Oh, yeah, I remember the moon. <laughs> she is smiling alone <laughs> In the lamplight <laughs> The leaves collect at my feet Sorry, darling. Begins to moan. Oh, no, I'm doing this job. It's all mine. Touch me. There. Oh, sorry, darling. It's so easy to leave me. Cheerio. All alone with my memory of my days in the sun. Papers, papers, page 